up, guys? And welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. Or should I say, baby? <laughs> I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy. Joined, as always, by my little baby, Ms. Giffen. <laughs> Stop, no. Rewind, redo. I'm not Fresh off our trip to New Orleans, if you can't tell. That was super litty. Yeah, that was a blast. That was a blast. An absolute Blast. Welcome back to the podcast here for another episode, Changing the Health of the Culture, one episode at a time. If you haven't already, go get lit with me, Jay, and all of your other cousins at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Jay, we rocking and we rolling, baby. <laughs> Look in your eye. I'm not ready. You didn't warn me. What is about to happen? What are we about to talk about? <laughs> I should have came in here with my spectacles so you can know I'm serious. <laughs> Since when? Since when? Today. Today. I'm Why we ain't never serious on the same day? That's my problem. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm serious today. Now, the first order of business. Yes, ma'am. Is what? Go. <laughs> so the first order of business is we just graduated another semester of Farm, Farm to Table. table. Spring 2021 semester was so live. I'm going to share a little more about it later, but I just want to say, you know, we changing the culture, B. We, I was going to say one episode at a time, but one person at a time, one, one family at a time. At a day. Yeah. It feels so amazing, yeah. right? So, you know, a couple, almost going on two weeks now, on June 22nd, we escorted another cohort into plant-based foodieism. We, I turned into a religion. Uh, plant-based foodieism. <laughs> Another round of plant-based foodies. So I just want to give a major shout out to the class of spring 2021 who really put the work in the semester. And I don't know, Jay, you, you were at the commencement and the graduation. What do you think about it? I think once again, once again, the it's a movement. I mean, that's all I can say. It's the actual movement. It's not by chance. It's not a surprise anymore. No. It's really a movement. And it's almost to be expected. I don't know what type of results people are going to get. Yeah. But I know results are coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I can act like, oh, my God. But I really know, like, no, if you go to yeah. Farm to Table, you are going to come out with results that Facts. are that's going to change your life. Facts. You, you know, know what? what? I mean? I'm kind of settling to the fact that this is the norm now. Yeah. And I can move on to another part of development of the program. Yeah. Because for so long, it was like, okay, make sure the curriculum and the framework is getting people results. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the weight loss, getting off of medications, getting over addictions, getting away from dependencies on supplements and protein powders. Right. Inflammation going away. Diagnoses going away. Pain going away. And it's and like... For me... What I love the most is the basic understanding of what you're doing and capable doing for do, of doing of yourself. Because, you know, it's like when you get pills, let's say for high blood pressure, you understand that if I take this high blood pressure pill, that it's going to lower my blood pressure. You don't know the science behind it of why. Yeah. Right. But when you go to farm to table and you get your um, diabetes reversed or your your brain I mean your tumor is shrinking or whatever ailments you have you know exactly what you did and why it's happening and yes. that's what I love because it's you can replicate it yes. over and over again and you can tell somebody else how to replicate it yeah 
that that the clarity and the understanding. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that. It's yeah. Like I have the formula now. Right. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. not something that you know because I remember a while back. Um, I don't want to kind of slander her name, but you were kind of working with her and come to find out the way she handled the clients. Mm -hmm. um, she was giving them like supplements and all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't tell them exactly what she was giving them. Wouldn't tell them, wouldn't give the, um, the results of their tests and mm -hmm. all this different stuff. Everything was done in secrecy. Yep. And, it, and then I remember you kind of severed ties with her because of the way she practiced her business. Because if a person is to heal themselves, they need to know how. Yes. They need to know why. 100%. So, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. And, and, I just, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad you pointed that out because it was the energy. Remember, I just kept talking to you about, like, I don't feel good. Yeah. It's just yeah. not... And I don't refer to a few people to her. I had yeah, somebody who but had, then I think you went yourself or something, didn't you? And then something. Me or somebody close somebody to me. Clo I think somebody close to you. And yep. they were like, is this the way? And then they told you how she was doing it. And it was it didn't it, it didn't sit well with you. It didn't sit well with me. Yep. And that was kind of like the end of that. Yep. Yeah. You are a true healer. Yes. You want someone to know. Just like when we went to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm -mm, this is what you need. This is why you need it. What the ingredients was listed, the natural things. Yep. There was no secrecy. Yep. Nope. Nope. So. Yep. And, you know, I think in, sometimes in business that comes from, like, this lack of mindset or this fear that if they, if I empower them, what will they need me for? Right. It's like, nah. They're going to spread the word. Girl. girl and they're going to come back. Because people get, they know, just because you know. Just because I know how to exercise, that doesn't mean I don't need a trainer. No. You know what I exactly mean? Exactly right. Exactly. So. So empowering the people and making them self-sufficient is actually the way to grow your business. Yeah. It doesn't shrink or pounce on your business. Yeah. So I think that was almost like, like uh, inferiority or some type of complex. Mm -hmm. Like, why would, unless you're doing something dirty, what other reason would you keep something from the people? It was real. It was, it was real shady. It was me. a little suspect. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I, I kind of have blinders on when I'm working, so I don't know really who's out here. But I haven't heard or seen much from her either. Right. You know what I mean? I haven't heard. <laughs> you can only be inauthentic for so long. Oh, yeah. For so long. Oh, yeah. That's that's such a temporary existence. Yeah. That That's not sustainable. Not I mean, at all. it is. For certain people, because I feel like they they move from one inauthentic thing to another. But if you stay in that one line of business, you're going to be found. Out. You're gonna be found out. Absolutely. Now you might be go somewhere and and pull the you know wool over somebody else's eyes doing something else. Yes. But in that that one, especially when it comes to people like us, people of color who are already coming in with a little bit of no, what you doing? Why you doing it? How antenna much it costs? Well, yeah, our antenna stay up. We, yep. That's the way we're built. Unfortunately, yeah, we don't we don't have so blind faith. Uh, we don't have blind faith. You got to be validated. Yeah, by somebody I know. You some proof got to be in somebody's pudding. Yeah, <laughs> and, and guess what? If I find you out, I'm telling. Just oh, like they told you. Oh. Like sis, let me come. Let me talk to you. Hundred percent. So yeah, a hundred percent. So you got way left from farm to table, but it, it's yeah. all relevant. Truly, that's why it's thriving. That's why people are coming back, repeating it. Yeah. Um, that's why we have the. Um, the alumni coming back, yes. like, okay, I, I got to be in the class the last time. 
the B is what they give themselves. Everyone to us gets an A for being there, showing up, doing everything, getting the results. But sometimes when they graduate, they're like, oh, I'm giving myself a B because I didn't stay exactly. And they come back and then they kind of like nail it and get everything so where it can just stay. Man, listen. Just, just, it just makes us so proud. So, so super shout out to this class of spring 2021. Listen, if you like hearing all this goodness and you want to be part of the conversation and want to be in the in crowd, the waitlist is open for the fall semester. We are kicking off the fall 2021 semester this October. So an application will open and will open on August 2nd. So go to lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply or click the link here in the show notes to get on the wait list because we always notify the wait list first when the application opens and then the general public um, a, a day or two later. So www.lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply. Get on a wait list for the fall semester. Jay, this is the very first semester ever that we're doing on a weekend. I know. So I shout out. Know. Oh, man, I'm ready because, you know, Kelly brought up a good point the other day. She was like, Lisa, I think this fall semester going to be super lit. She was like, because in the morning, they not coming off a long day. It's not even, uh, it's not a work day for most people. Right. She's like, they're going to be refreshed. She's like, you going to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think this going to hit different. True. I true. was like, I didn't even think true. about that. Very true. I didn't even think about and that. Day. You, we already know how the sun affects us, our emotions, our true. mood. Yeah. You yeah. know, just for the sun being out, even work aside, you know, the that. fall. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so right. So this is the first semester we're doing on a weekend, guys. Farm to Table is a 10 week group coaching program. So we'll be on Saturday mornings, 830 to 1045 a.m. Eastern Standard Time starting October 2nd. So if that finally fits into your schedule, because we've had several people who are like, I can't do Tuesday. I can't do Wednesday. I can't do a weekday night. I'm at work or whatever. Come, this is your time, this is your shot, um, it's happening, okay? So get on that wait list, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply, and we hope to see you soon. Now listen, Jay, I love a mug that keep it real, okay? Let's go from inauthentic to authentic AF, okay? <laughs> Why my housekeeper <laughs> came in the other day like, Jay, I ain't say nothing to him. I don't know why as soon as he came through the door, he felt the need to get it off his chest. But he was like, I'm still okay with being fat. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Bro. Wait, what? This is the one. We same like, housekeeper. Right? Same. Don't be singing and stuff. It's same. Okay. Same. Bro, we blowing. You hear me? Okay. <laughs> Jay, he came through the door. I'm all about to tell him. You know, catch up, see how he doing, because he love the bacon stuff. Be telling me about his, you know, his daughter. So I'm ready to catch up. He came, and I, oh, he has to know somewhat of what I do, because we've never really talked about my career, but he, he listens to me. Because yeah. when he's here cleaning, I'm usually working, and I'll be in meetings and stuff, so he'll hear me talking. So I don't know if he felt the need to tell me. Yeah. Because I don't try and change him, obviously. Right. He came in like... <clears throat> I'm still okay with being fat. I'm not ready to change. There was no prelude. There was nothing. Jack, I'm talking about zero. I almost fell down my steps. I'm like, what? <laughs> he like, because I smoke a lot. I smoke weed a lot. And I get the munchies. And I like my cookies. And when I'm ready, I do it. But I'm not ready yet. I'm glad he got that <laughs> off his chest. Jay. And then he's like, okay. And you got the vacuum though? <laughs> 
Get them showers extra <laughs> <All> good. <right. laughs> no, that's my guy, though. That's my guy. We be kicking it. and um, <laughs> But it was so funny. I was like, you know what? You know what, D? I wish more people would say that out loud and mm-hmm. admit that as opposed to feeling like they got a front because they know they should be working on it. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and get out your chest. So that's my first message to the people today. Nah. That, no, that's not my message. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> my message. I don't like that message. But I'm saying, Jay, <laughs> just go ahead and admit if you okay with it. Because it's going to start moving. No. No. No, I ain't trying to move. No, women. This ain't no body positive message. It sounds like it. No, absolutely not. A moment of silence. I'm just saying. I I just appreciate. Okay, okay. What I'm really trying to say is, don't waste our time. Don't talk our ears off. Don't jump in our oh, ears. Oh yeah, yeah. Fronting. I've had that happen. When you know you're not ready. I'm oh, not saying the jump in the DM. Oh, the jump God. in the DM. Do not jump in my DM. Oh don't waste God. My time no more. I swear to God. I swear. No, not more than. I'm like, come on. Why are you wasting my time? Why do you want to feel good for this conversation to know that you're just going to move forward? You did, so this is your act. This is your gift to yourself that I've done something. Exactly. That's it. That's it. You're going to get some advice that you that you won't apply. I'm going to be hopeful. I'm going to follow up. You And you're not going to be... I mean, you mean tell me this is where it starts and ends? And ends, yes. (laughs) Not today, buddy. Yeah. So, you know, I really appreciate that. I was like, what just happened? What just happened? Um, So, wait, what? First of all, let's recap New Orleans real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. So, look, shout out to N.O. Had a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, friend trip. What was it, like seven or eight of us? Eight. Eight of us. Phenomenal time in New Orleans. Um. What was your What was your favorite part? Because we did a lot. Laughing, I laughed so much on this trip. <laughs> I, I I think about so much. Like, oh, we got a shared. Wait, what? Remember the the swamp tour? Yep. I yep. almost forgot about that. Yep. Um, us just being just like the only two who was just rolling our eyes like, well, he shut. Up. <laughs> we wanted our swamp tour guide to shut up so bad so we can just have peace and quiet and look at nature but it was it was a guy it was a tour and he was telling us all about the tour way too much whole entire time can you remember one fact about alligators um i can remember that they are supposed to kill i mean they kill each other so when someone um kills them it's not as bad because they're they're killing each other anyway or humanely or something it's It's supposed supposed to be a more humane way of dying i guess Wow, I didn't hear I, that I part. I remember him saying one alligator, if the alligator gets on another one's back, it'll kill them or something like that. But one got on the other, and they must have been married because he just looked irritated with the alligator getting on his back. Oh, you call it a little joke. You call, you call it a little joke. <laughs> I was joke. listening a little bit. Oh, I'll be honest. I was listening a little bit. <laughs> you got me over here thinking, I'm, we both irritated. You over there. I'm learning a little bit. Learning a little bit. little joke here and yeah, there. Yeah, and it's funny because when we went to New Orleans six months ago, we were, our swamp tour, we didn't see one alligator. Oh, y'all, let me tell y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we all go on the swamp tour, eight of us, well, seven because Simone didn't go. And Lisa had previously went to on the swamp tour. Now she and I'm I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was scared because I'm like the alligators in the water, and I was just like, I'm, I'm gonna go because everybody else is going. So Lisa assured me a million times. <laughs> there ain't no alligator. <laughs> we see one alligator. 
We didn't see one alligator. Y'all, when we got on that swamp tour, how many alligators did we see? About a million five. <laughs> About a million and five. I said a million and six. Easily. Women chasing the boat. Easily. Chasing the oh, they boat. They weren't chasing the boat. They was chasing them dogs out high fructose corn syrup marshmallows he was throwing in there. They were. Ridiculous. But yeah. that was a nice swamp tour. That was a very nice I didn't think we was going to see the alligators. Fish jumping out the water. Oh, that was so dope. That was yeah, dope. Yeah, then we pulled over to the side, the nature and all of that. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. That was a very nice tour. I love that tour. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a really good time. Yeah. Uh, what was yeah. your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part maybe was... I think kind of when we were, probably every time we were all in the car together. That was a good time. Why was we all in that one car together? But we, and it, I can't believe how desperate we all be not to be left out of something. Yeah, we like, all hopped in. We had three rentals amongst eight of us. Yeah. And for the majority of the time, we, we all, all took together. one car. Yeah. That, don't nobody want to miss none. I promise you, I was like, I refuse to miss a joke on the way. <laughs> We're sitting on each other laps. No, we were actually lapped up. Lapped okay. up because we didn't want. It was such that a. That was old school a little bit. Oh, it was super old Remember school. Remember, you tried to sit on the ground, then thought better of it. <laughs> Mina tried to knock me off to the side. I said, listen, we got to share this chair. No. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. That was really. Yeah, so anytime in, in the car was, was lit because we was just knocking it out the park. And I think. For me, the only meal that was enjoyable was our very first one at Bearcat. Oh, really? We we're like we just all genuinely enjoyed our food and had fellowship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Every other meal behind that was like not it. Uh, for as far as all of us together, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that very first fellowship, like all of us, the guys, the girls, everybody talking junk. It was really. Really fun. So, yeah. Shout out to New Orleans. Did it again for us. Had an absolute phenomenal, phenomenal time. Um, so, can't wait. Can't wait to go back. All right. You ready for Wait What, Jay? Yes. Listen. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week or two that made us go, wait, what? All right. So, I'm in CBS. Uh-huh. I look over to my right and I see some medicine called dairy relief. Mm -mm. Dairy relief. Mm -mm. So I was like, God, please <laughs> tell me this is not what I think it is. Okay. But it was. Okay. Listen to what dairy relief is. Dairy relief fast acting helps prevent symptoms of lactose intolerance and makes dairy foods easier to digest by breaking down lactose. Mm. I was like, wait, doesn't this simply mean don't eat dairy? Why would you <laughs> consume dairy and then go get something to help deal with the symptoms of something that you weren't supposed to be consuming? Well, what's Tom's for? Tom's is for um, when you have acid, like acid reflux. Ain't that the same thing? No, because that can happen for something that you may eat all the time and you may have indigestion. Like, so stop eating it. Ain't it the same thing? If you give it to you every time? Yeah. You got to definitely say that. You have an intolerance and you need to stop. Like if every time you eat a ribs, you're getting indigestion, you definitely should not just go grab your tongue. You should stop eating ribs. Right. So don't, ain't that basically what all medicine is for? To help you do the stuff you shouldn't be doing? Yes, anyway? but the, the, the fact that it was so blatant. You De know what I mean? That's like relief. If you saw something that said, um, you know, 
hangover. Oh, I guess they do have hangover really. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know. It just shocked me. The, the name was just too... It was too... In your face. Yeah, it wasn't... Um, they didn't mask it enough. No, they didn't mask it. They, they usually mask it. Yeah. When I just seen that just bold, just mm-hmm. right there, like, I know dairy be making people sick, and if you... If, Here's your relief. If you're lactose intolerant, then the, take this. I just... It was just shocking to the me. The worst part is how much of a, of a God scene it is to some people. Like, like look, look at God. Go on, get my dairy relief. I picture somebody mama grabbing her... Go on, get my dairy relief. So I'm about to have some ice cream. Mac and cheese. I'm talking about mac and cheese. I'm like, wow. I you mean, already just know, just talking Jack. about just enabling. You already know. Just enabling. It's ridiculous. All right, but I guess it ain't that much. I knew it wasn't going to be that shocking, but it was that shocking to me. Oh, yeah. It hit different because, yeah. you know, we got to do better. Listen, I love watching, um, this ain't my way what, but just quick intervention. <laughs> I, I think I told you before that I love watching uh, cooking demos of like yes, unhealthy food. food. Yeah. Unhealthy food specifically though, right? Yeah, no. I don't watch no cooking food pages of like vegan food. Oh, I know. It's always macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah, you got to. Smoked turkey mix mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So that's how I get my fix. Like I like getting angry, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't dump all that sugar in there like all that. that. Oh, look at all that butter. Oh, I get so mad. Oh, I get so mad. I'm going to tell you who my favorite is on Instagram because he got a he got a huge following. But he makes some of the most unhealthiest food, and I just be watching it every time, right? Just cracking up. So, anyway, I was like, I saw this new um, series come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this nonsense? Now, the cover is a picture of an overweight black man. Mm-hmm. He's the host of the show. And he basically, basically goes around um, trying this different food, traveling state to state and trying this food. It. It's called Fresh Fried and Crispy. Seen it and out, was outraged and outdone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Outraged and outdone. And so just like my, you know, obsession with the unhealthy stuff I watch on Instagram, I'm like, this going to give me a, even, I couldn't, Jay, I couldn't, I, I don't know why it was so different. Watching it on Netflix, but you got this like over six foot big guy look like he like he eats heart attack food every day. Mm-hmm. That the point of the show is to showcase fried food. I know. Around when the I country. seen it, I was like, I went through a whole thing. Like people really will sacrifice their bodies for mon- Like, what what price can you put on? He's that? monetizing his uh, uh, early death. Yeah. Because there's no way. None. No way. I don't care if you get up in the morning and run 15, 20 you're miles. You're not out running that Friday. You're not. No. And so. You're not clogging no arteries. Look, I was so mad until like the second episode when he went to this vegan place. <laughs> I said all that to say. Food was looking nice. <laughs> I said all that to say. He did go to this one vegan spot. We got to try this. <laughs> Not the no making eye contact. I'm just saying. I can't look at you. (laughs) Don't watch all the episodes. Do watch it right. Do watch the first one. (laughs) (laughs) It was a black owned spot. Okay. I'm just saying. I mean, that's forgivable. I mean, for the culture. You know what I mean? For the culture. You know what I'm saying? But no, I was really embarrassed. I'm like, why we always got to be. When we get a show, when we get in a show, when we land a role, we got to be overweight. We got to be showcasing some unhealthy. We got to be cooking up butter and collars. Like, why, 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 why? But anyway, and it was it was this one where the um, guy was making a deep fried pot pie. 
don't ask no questions because I ain't got no answers. But he was making a deep fried pot pie, right? And so the guy was showing him how he making it. He's like, I got to put all this in there. He's like, let me put these uh, green peas in there. The host said, wait, 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 wait. I don't like none green in my food. Oh. And the guy was like, well, it's a pot pie. You know, we got to do the peas, the carrots, the blah, 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 blah. And so the host like, well, long as you mad, long as I can't see them, long as I don't want no, I, he eating a burger, taking the lettuce and arugula off. I'm like, he dead serious. And the key word, <coughs> dead. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm saying, Jay, I'm like, really? And people, you know, that's he's an influencer. Yes, absolutely. I mean, me and you already about to go to the vegan spot. Right, <laughs> right. I'm like, but did you write it down? <laughs> so, I mean, other people are looking at that like, ooh, deep fried pot pie. I got to go check. You know what I mean? And so I just hate to see us promoting that level of unhealthiness. But anyway, um, my way what, <clears throat> before we get on to the topic real quick, my way what uh, comes straight from farm to table, baby. You know what it is. So... For the people, for you, I just want to play two clips from not even our last night of class, but from our ninth class when our students were going through their non-scale victory. So in Farm to Table, Jay, as you know, at the end of the semester, we ask students to share their non-scale victories and their scale victories. Mm -hmm. And um, a scale victory is anything that's measurable. So it doesn't have to scale doesn't mean necessarily your weight. It could mm -hmm. be your blood pressure went down, your A1C went down your cholesterol, anything that's measurable is what we consider a scale victory. And your non-scale victory is obviously something that's not measurable, but that's a huge victory. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to play two audios really quickly from our ninth night of class where two students are sharing their non-scale victories because it was just blew me out the water. So these two you haven't really heard. One you kind of heard because she shared it during alumni, but I just wanted to share because it's still a wait what for me, mm -hmm. even though it just doesn't get old. So let me play this clip real quick. Sorry. Um, well, I have so many, but I'm just going to keep it short. Um, I have been struggling with issues with my stomach since I was 16. And it, uh, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to. Um, and it's only been since I've been in farm the table that I don't have no stomach pain. Wow. No stomach pain. Y'all just don't, you just don't know the, the pain and discomfort that I deal with after eating two or three bites of meat or dairy that I have been dealing with since I was 16 and I'm 52. Um, Back pain, minimal. I had back pain so bad that I was dragging my leg. Like, I looked like I had had a stroke. I thought I was going to have to have hip replacement. Very little. Very little pain. Very little. My husband is in a wheelchair, has been in a wheelchair for 12 years. He is on the plant-based journey with me now. Because he see what's going on. He's like, well, I'm going to have to try. I'm going to have to try that. With, give, make me some of that. Whatever. What is that? <laughs> and so I said, hey, you, you need to do it just as much as I need to do it. You're in a wheelchair. I mean, you, it, what, what? And so I'm just, 
I can't wait for the time for me to come back and share with you guys that he's walking. Because that's what that's my expectation is that, I mean, we come to get this help. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. No mucus in the morning. I was coughing up this nasty mucus, and I'm thinking it's allergies, headaches every morning. None of that. Wow. Yeah. I ain't going back. What? Super dope. Wait, Super what? Dope. Listen, these non-scale victories be hitting different, Jack. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why when people just focus on the weight, it's like, man, don't devalue this journey. You have no idea how much more you're going to get. I promise you. Plus the weight loss. Plus the weight loss. Because we be in it, you know what I'm saying, for what we want to see in the mirror most of the time. But to be like, I'm out of pain that, you know, I used to be in physical pain and I'm out of pain. Come on now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Crazy. Crazy. So I'm like, okay. So I got one more. I want to share one more. Um, this one you uh, kind of heard a bit of, but I want to share it because I don't, you didn't hear the whole testimony. So another wait what from spring 2021 semester. So let me cue it up here. Real quick, get y'all together. Okay. Right. Them addictions are no joke. All right, Jocelyn. Well, you know, this is my second time around. And I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm so glad I did the second round because the first round, I think I was detoxing the whole time because I missed quite a bit. Uh, because I drank coffee all the way through the first round. <laughs> I, I, I must have missed that part that we weren't supposed to drink coffee. Um, but I gave up coffee. You know, um, coffee, I, I should own a Starbucks as much coffee. I drank coffee. When the, when the other sister gave her testimony, I said, we must be twins, identical twins at that, because I drank coffee all day long. And I, and I drank coffee before I went to bed because it, it helped me sleep, or so I thought. Up until, um, I didn't even tell Lisa this yet, and I'm not going to cry, but I just went back to the neurosurgeon because they found that I had a brain tumor. And so um, they did, they rescanned me. They, the tumor is so small now, they don't even think it's there. And so the neurosurgeon said, what did you do different? And um, I said, well, I stopped the caffeine because I used to take shots with the coffee. Not only did I get coffee, I would tell the barista put four or five shots every time I had, you know, and once you get to a certain level of Starbucks, stuff is free. So it makes it even worse because uh, you get your coffee free, you get your refill free, you get a certain amount of points. You can you can um, have to use your reward points. And I used to say, well, I want 30 shots put it all together, give me 30 shots, and I would break the shots up throughout the day, but nobody should be drinking all 30 shots of anything. But they can't find the tumor. They cannot find the tumor. And I know that's a combination of being obedient, that's God, but that has to do with I literally changing. When, I, when we first started this, this time, I couldn't totally just give it up so it was a well I actually I did give it up the first part of it when I first met Lisa I didn't give it up but I gave it up when we started the first time I came in but it took me 
three weeks to give it up. I had to, I didn't get it done that first week that you said to detox. It took me a minute to give it up. Mm. So I gave up coffee. That's huge. When people, when people saw me at the wedding, they could not believe I wasn't drinking coffee because that, that I just, I did it all day, every day. Then cheese. I put cheese on everything. Cheese on fruit. Cheese on vegetables. Cheese on whatever I was eating. And I'm, I'm not going to even tell you my religion because you guys will say, I cannot believe she's that religion and she was doing all this foolishness. But I, that's what I did. And I love cheese. Then I thought I was healthy. Oh, I'm eating the mozzarella cheese. <laughs> so I'm eating that healthy cheese. I'm diabetic, so I'm eating the healthy cheese. Uh, now that I got this message, that was so crazy for that to come out of my mouth and to share it with the other people. Girl, you don't want to eat that yellow. You got to get the mozzarella. The struggle that I still had, even throughout this, that Lisa has worked with me, I thought I was doing good, too. I thought I, because I was eating Splenda or drinking Splenda, oh, that's not sugar. Didn't know that I was still addicted uh, to sugar. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what week this is, but I don't even look at it any longer because I feel like when I heard that acceptance thing, I can't even go back. If I go back, I'm intentionally choosing Mm -hmm. to leave this earth before my time. Mm. Tell yourself the truth, girl. Tell yourself yeah. the truth. I'm intentionally. I can't say I didn't know it. I can't say I misunderstood it. I can't say that I went wrong. I am intentionally saying I don't want to be here any longer and I'm not enough. So these are my non-scale victories. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> that was church. Listen, that was definitely church. I am saying I, I don't want to be here any longer. I'm making a conscious choice every time I put this in my body. And as much as we try to deny it and say, you know, all the other reasons and excuses as to why we do it, once you have learned, once you know, once you got the information, yeah, there's no way you can say, it's not that bad. Yeah. That's it, Jay. You can't. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm making a choice and own that choice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I knew Jocelyn wouldn't mind us sharing her name because Jocelyn tells her story during the live class first Saturdays all the time. She she She's okay. Plus, our students sign the waiver saying we can share their testimony. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and use their stuff. So, she's okay. Um, I won't reveal the first student's name. But, you know... Like, this, these are the wins. I know that people are looking for their waistline to go down. there, But getting over an addiction, you know what I mean? That was developing a brain tumor. 30 shots in your coffee daily? You know what I mean? So getting over an addictions, releasing a dependence on a substance that's physiologically killing you. Yeah, because it's a psychoactive drug no matter how, how much you want to... Because it is just funny because you and I both know the person that doesn't drink alcohol, but still drinks Red Bulls, you know, still drinks Monsters. And I try to explain that it's changing your behavior. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol it does, or liquor or drugs. Yep. It's a psychoactive drug, which means you're more alert or your reaction time is different. Yep. You, you can be dependent on these things. Absolutely. Like, it's still a drug, yes. whether you, a substance, 
whether you want to admit that or not. And people are just as addicted to coffee as they are to alcohol. As they are to cheese. If you cannot go through your day and feel like you can navigate through your work shift, through, you know, rearing your children or whatever you have to do without some type of substance, then you may have an addiction. Absolutely. And you may need to address that. 100%. Yeah. And that was amazing. What? Yeah, I did hear... Part of her testimony, yeah. and I heard part of the other person's okay. testimony. That's too. right. You sure did on graduation. Yeah, you I sure did. did. You sure um, did. And again, again, it comes as no surprise to me. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% subscribe. If there was a number higher to subscribe to this lifestyle because I believe in it, That's it's right. been proven, it's been replicated. Yep. I, I can't express how much you are doing yourself a disservice by just not trying it. I'm not saying you and you have to become plant-based for life. Just try it. You try so many other things. Facts. You you try the flat tummy teas and you try Facts. the the you know weight loss. Uh, what is it? I don't know what it's called, but it's some all those programs and you try this and you try that. And I can eat 100 calories and even if they're Oreos, but as long as I you don't don't go over. You try all these different things. Yep. So try this. So try this. Try this. Just try it. Just try it. No one is going to, um, you know, judge you if if it's not. Well, some people will because they want you to fail, actually. Dang. That's a hard reality. Some people will judge. I knew it. I knew it too hard. I know somebody. But the people who actually have benefit, benefited from this lifestyle and the people who want you to be healthy and want you to succeed, won't judge you if you can't adhere to it 100% of the time. As long as you're, you're trying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and the way you get over that that tension with people who, you know, don't want you to succeed or don't understand it enough so they, you know, critique it is by getting in a program like Farm to Table because usually the issue is you're not armed. You're disarmed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once you arm yourself with understanding and clarity and most importantly, though, receipts, yeah. i.e. the scale and the non-scale victories. Oh, you won't talk back. Yeah. At that point. Usually we don't we don't we feel uncomfortable in those moments when our social circle or whatever doesn't accept it because we're just disarmed. Yeah. We don't have enough information. We don't feel articulate. We don't know enough people. We haven't seen it. That's enough. right. Our environment doesn't reflect. And we ain't got I no just receipts. heard it once or twice. That's right. So, yeah, that's right. So you you need to be in farm to table if that's you. Yeah, because my thing is, you know, so many people think that, you know, I can just research information. I can look it up on my own, but what people don't consider is the value in community, mm-hmm. the value in coaching and the value in curriculum. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not saying that you can't probably piecemeal the whole farm to table curriculum together on your own some kind of way. Right. But why do that? Why not just pay for peace? Like you don't know the value in paying for peace. Like, Oh, you already got a whole system that you put together that hundreds I'm of people have went busy. through. I'm all, I already have things to do. All I got to do is show up on Saturday morning for 10 Man. weeks and you going to lay it out yeah. for me. And all I got to do is follow you instead of trying to chart my own uncharted path. Yeah. How much sense? Forget about it. I ain't trying to make sense of the nonsense today, Jay. But those are my way what's. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. I was like, much love, much love. So shout out once again. So, so proud of our babies and farm to table, all of our farm alumni. Listen, Jay, somebody tagged me on this post on Instagram. I'm going to play the clip real quick. It's real short. 
But the title of the post is, Is Racism to Blame for the High Rates of Overweight Black Women? Mm -hmm. What say you? Um, that, that, that's, uh, so many layers to that. So I can't say yes or no. Yeah. Because it's so, I can't say no. I can't say yes because as so many other things, of course, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, duh. Of course. Right. What doesn't racism affect for us? Period. I mean, where aren't we oppressed? Can't find it. Or affected? Where aren't we dismissed? Pass me your spectacles because I can't see it. <laughs> I can't see it, Jay. I can't. I mean, come on. We. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. But then, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so let's listen. Let's listen to the clip and let okay. <laughs> let the people form their own opinion. Okay. 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 All right. Following the diet, I actually want us to, to, to hold up a little bit before we do this thing where we start blaming ourselves. Like, I hate when people talk about black women being obese. I hate it because it becomes a way to blame us for a set of conditions that we didn't create. We're moving. We're taking care of kids, but our food quality suffers. We are living in the Trump era. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight. And we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. Actually, want us to to, to hold up. You're you going to go first? <laughs> she's right. She's not wrong. And, and she's wrong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the diets don't work for us the same. Um, it's arguable. Absolutely. And the reason I say this is because, oh, man, how did I? Uh, I okay. Let me. Let, this fits right into this. Okay. So here's the thing. And Tajma um, told me, I got something for y'all. You know, she always trying to give us something for the podcast. And it fits right into this topic. Because you know, for New Orleans, it was her birthday. Yes. And she got this lace front. She never gets lace fronts, right? She always gets a wig or braids. And, you know, Char hyped her up. Like, get a lace front so you can da-da-da-da look this way. So she went and got this lace front. And she said, so I called the girl once I left to figure out how to take care of this lace front. Mm -hmm. She said, Jay, lace fronts are the reason black women are fat. Wait These a minute. her words. Wait a minute. I said, wait, what? She don't know nothing about this topic that we was about to talk about it or nothing. Okay. I said, tell me more. Do tell, right? She said, when you have a lace front, to take care of a lace front, you are not to, of course, swim. We know that. Well, black I women didn't. Don't get your hair wet. I knew it was that about real hair. You're not supposed, your body temperature is not supposed to, you're not even supposed to get moist because of the glue that's right here in the front of the lace front will begin to loosen. So all while women have lace fronts on, they are trying to not have any perspiration Uh at all. Uh 
They're not trying. That's the way you take care of your lace front and keep it the longest, but not perspiring. You lying. She said, how would any, why would anybody go to the gym? And lace fronts are not cheap, honey. They're spending $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, $4,000. So if you spend that type of money, you are trying to maintain this for as long as possible. Of course. Of course. So, so you fact, can't take it off at night or nothing no, like that. Once it's no. glued down, yes. it don't come off until it's coming off. And the way it comes off is moisture. Sweat. Moisture, you know, humidity shower. So you're trying to keep as cool as possible. No one with a lace front is probably working out. Very few. This is unbelievable to me. I know, right? <laughs> so she said, this is the reason. So to, to that point, when she says the diets and the things that doctors are prescribing, mm -hmm. they are not because they're supposed to be met with exercise mm -hmm. there's activity mm -hmm. you know what i mean Absolutely. white women typically if they are going mm -hmm. to adhere to any type of diet or anything they're usually going to adhere to the exercise regimen too mm -hmm. right and so and then naturally when you exercise mm -hmm. your stress levels come down yeah. so it's all it, it all together it works together for sure it does so that's one of the reasons we're not exercising. Of course, I'm not just putting it to lace front and things like that. Of but course. That's one of the things we're not really exercising. I will say, historically, beauty has definitely gotten in the way yeah. of people of color yeah. getting fit. Yeah. Y your lashes, your edges, and your now lace front. your lace front glue. Your nat even our natural hair. Yeah. Because like, when I got my natural hair out, I am way more conscious of my scalp sweating. Exactly. Absolutely. So, yeah, it can't work the same if you're not pairing it with what it needs to be paired right, with. Right, with all the complimentary other things. Yeah, but as far as racism, to her point, black women, I, even women in general, I've seen one um, post saying women are expected to work like they don't have children and take care of the children like they don't work. Mm. And... For a black woman, especially, that's extremely stressful. Absolutely. Extremely stressful. Mm -hmm. So now you want me to work like I don't have kids and take care of my kids like I don't work. Then there's racism involved in that. Oh, yeah. You know, not promoting me at the Sexism. same rate. Se oh. You know, all of these things. But even with this whole grand scheme of racism and oppression, mm -hmm. I still believe that the same way we decide to get ahead of or, or take control of anything else as education. You know, mm -hmm. I'm the first one in my family to go to college or I'm the one to, you know, be an entrepreneur. Like we decide what racism will or will not affect. True. I'm not going to say will affect, but to the extent that it's going to affect us. Yes, I agree. Because it does affect us all. But when we decide... It's not going to affect this. Yeah. We decided. Oh, I'm going to college. It's a decision. It's a decision. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm going to travel abroad. They, some places don't want to. Oh, I'm going to. You know, sometimes when we get in a race, like when we did that 10K, 
we were like the only black women. Mm -hmm. there, there's spaces we put ourselves into yeah. and we just have to look straight ahead and say, you know what? I'm not going to focus on the people who don't want me here. Yep. I'm not going to focus on the racism. Yep. This is harder for me than probably it is for other people. I have more things stacked against me, Every but time. this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and I feel like weight should be included in that, but I'm not going to minimize that if it plays a part, but you still have to make a decision as you do with, everything else what do you think yeah um i'm just what i replied to the person who tagged me on this post she asked me what did i think about this um and what i wrote was she's not wrong there's not one aspect of our lives that's not impacted by racism it's embedded in the fabric of our society um medical apartheid is very real but just like every other area of our lives it's not a good enough excuse to stay the same or continue to produce the same outcomes generation after generation. It's the cards we were dealt, which is why our solutions need to look different. But I absolutely refuse to let them take my past and my future. I'm going to fight like hell for the longevity of myself and people of color for this very reason. Exactly. We pretty much have the same yeah. mindset about it. I yeah. mean, yes, we recognize... And that's, like you said, that's even more, you took my path, but you damn sure. You ain't gonna get my future. And you definitely gonna get the future of my baby. Oh, you, come on now. I slapped the hell out of you. Come on now. No, that's not, that's I saw a picture, and speaking of DMs, a, a girl, you know, a woman reached out to me, because mm -hmm. her daughter was about 12 at the time. This was like a year or two ago. Mm. Extremely obese, probably like 13, about 300 pounds. And Good she love. said her daughter had sleep apnea, diabetes, all this different stuff. Okay. And we were supposed to start working together. And she just kept blowing me off, blowing me off, blowing me off. And um, she didn't want to, you know, do the work. Mm -hmm. And um, fast forward today, i seen a picture of her daughter. Daughter looks like she's well over 300 pounds. She's 15 now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just sad. Still. Still. Ain't nothing changed. Nothing has changed. Probably the, the prescription has gotten higher. I'm wow. sure that there's probably a CPAP or something to help yeah. sleep at night. You know what I mean? Like, there's more probably more assistance, you know, to adapt and adjust to the dysfunction. But there hasn't been absolutely from appearance, because, you know, I don't talk to her anymore. Right. Or she hasn't reached out. But from, from appearance sake. Yeah. Ain't much changed. Nothing has changed. You know, it's real messed up. You know, because there are... Like, very clear inequities, right? Like, food deserts and, you know, access and just, just the wealth gap alone makes it more difficult, mm -hmm. right? But it's like, if you, you're, you're still choosing what you eat. And you allowing your baby to get that big. You you reaching out for help, but you you also need a mirror put up to you to show the role you're playing because you're yeah. as the parent are making the eating the food choice decisions in the home. Mm -hmm. And this baby didn't get this big because McDonald's or potato chips was the only thing they had access to. Yeah, and, and racism was the only thing that gave you access to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah there's racism, but that don't stop. They don't block you at the door from the grocery store or even better choices of fast food restaurants. Because right. let's be clear, even if you don't want to step one foot in your kitchen and you never plan to, there's so many different ways you can get healthier food um, prepared for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you eat out, you can still eat out. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't get it twisted. And so it just, 
that's that saddens me. And then like to watch years later. Yeah, the, same thing. Nothing bigger. has changed. It's really saddening. You know, I was um Naomi Campbell has a podcast and she interviewed Diane von Fosterberg, Furstenberg, the um fashion icon. And I gotta read you this quote that Diane said. Um in her interview with, with Naomi Campbell, you know, um Diane, Naomi was asking Diane just about her life and blah, blah, blah. And Diane said, I'm 74, but I've lived so fully I should be 150. Come through. Is that not? I, I can concur. I swear. I was recently just thinking about Jay. on this trip how many times I kept saying, oh, that remind me of when we went to. Oh, that remind me when we went to. Oh, that remind me of when we went to. I was like, we are really... Just enjoying our lives. Yeah. I swear to God. And you know what's funny? Um, when we were on the call yesterday and Bryson got in the car and you said something about single mothers. And he was like, to me, he was like, aren't you a, but aren't you a single mother? And I was like, I was like, yeah, actually I am. I was like, but I'm not the average single mother. He was like, nah, you not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just really thinking about that. Like. When someone says single mother, I have not subscribed to that mindset so hard mm -hmm. that when someone says, I don't even think of myself. Yeah. Because usually it's kind of tethered with struggle. Struggle. Yeah. Hard. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't think like that at all. Yeah. And it, it's just really, and I'm glad that he that. So that makes their dad a single father too as well, right? Technically. Yeah, yeah, technically okay. we're both right. Okay. Yes, he's, okay. he's a single father and I'm a single mother. Right, even though y'all co-parent. Even though we co-parent because we're not in the same home. Okay, that's what single means. That's yes. a single parent That's in the a home. single parent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have a single parent. Household. So it doesn't mean that one parent is absent. No, it doesn't. Both parents can be present. Yeah. And y'all are both single parents. Yeah. I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Exactly. What I mean. So yeah, it was just funny because I'm like, oh, I really don't subscribe to that mindset. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just so many different ways. Other than the actual biological father being in the home, everything else that you got from the two of us, I feel like I can do for you. Yeah. Like I can, we, you know what I'm saying? Trip's not going to stop, you know, going out, having fun, all this different stuff. You won't see me just like working three jobs. Not the way that the typical way, you know, yeah. she come home from work, then go to another job. I, I just feel like we can set our lifestyles up in a way, even though things are kind of stacked against us. But we got to see what's stacked against us. So, you know, the rules of the game so you can know how to play it. That's right. Like you got to see what hurdles may lie in front of you so you can know how to navigate. That don't mean you have to trip and fall. That's right. And I think that's the same thing with the racism. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing with the, you know the fast food being on every corner, being set up for us, mm -hmm. you know, being in walking distance for those who don't have car, oh, make it very easy. They can just go to KFC. Mm -hmm. I, I understand how it's easy for us oh, to for be sure. overweight. And obese, unhealthy. Absolutely. Obese. It's way easier to be but unhealthy. I'm going to tell you something else that I think may be a, a, just as big of a factor. Mm. The support of obesity, the support of being overweight, the, the, the help, the, the, what is it? The, Movement. What's the movement called? Body positive movement. Body positive movement. Mm -hmm. Those are also factors in why people have become 
overweight and decided that it's okay to stay there. Absolutely. I agree. You know, they found they're fine, they found their tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can't just blame one thing or say it's that. Mm-hmm. Don't blame yourselves. No, still, no, you need to take some responsibility 100%. Take some responsibility. Yeah. Recognize that that may be a contributing factor, but take some some responsibility. Yeah, yeah, you got to take some responsibility. Because just from a personal development standpoint and a transformational standpoint, if you don't own some of the responsibility, you tend not to own the solution. You tend not to own the resolution. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so then all of a sudden, the resolution becomes somebody else's responsibility. Mm. That's deep. You, <laughs> shut up. Everything, everything hitting deep. You know, about three times. It's so deep today. You know, some podcasts I be going home like it be changing me more, helping me more than the people. I'm like, hey, I hope y'all got something out of it because I show. <laughs> I ain't going back. But For real, uh, like it's really you have to be resolution oriented. Yes, yes, and you have to play an active role. In the resolution, I mean, period, point blank. There's a whole bunch of fingers we can point. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm just as angry as you all. But it's also not a reason to shorten shorten your life expectancy. Like, you can say, they did this to me. My stress levels are higher. All of this, you're 100% right. But with those stress, with literally with that extra visceral fat surrounding your organs, do you understand that those years have to have been shaved off your life? Right. And are you going to give them those years? Are you going to take them years back? What we yeah. what we going to do with it? Yeah. What we going to do with it? Says like we the cars we were dealt suck. We got the if this was spades, we throw the hand in. I mean, I'm talking about as soon as you looked at them, and we all in agreement. Mm-hmm. Got to be something. I ain't got one spade. None. <laughs> Got it. We we piecing together a little of a diamond and, and a little bit of something else. We got to make a space. We <laughs> trying to create a space, okay? Like, give me a little piece of your butt. What you got? <laughs> make that club look like a space. We I'm trying, trying to, to give me a black like marker. A I need a space. Jay. We ain't been dealt no space. We, you hear me? We ain't got no space in this here American life. You hear me? Like, we, we've been trying to make a club look like a space for 300 years, okay? Now, at this point... You're going to have to make that club do what it do. That's all we're saying. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's it. You got a club, sis. What you going to do? <laughs> what you going to win the game or not? You ain't get dealt the same hand. <laughs> now, you and your partner got to go board, baby. <laughs> Roll with it. That's what you got. You hear me? And you got to trust your partner. And the same way you got to trust the people that's around you now that's showing you they know how to play the game. And the most important part, mm. you got to rise and fly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And we don't no. even go. No, we're not. Yeah, we At some point, you got, gotta, you got to spread the wings, baby. No. <laughs> A flat flap. I thought, I thought you were going to say something real quick. I did. No, you <laughs> thought right. Rise and flat. Oh, like, God. This is a black podcast. With our people get it. You oh, know. they know what Rise and Fly you is. Yeah, yeah, I definitely know what Rise and Fly is. <laughs> flat, flat, flat. Yes, I tried to play you. <laughs> Don't try and play me like that no more. But real talk, real talk. So, yes, absolutely racism, but no. All right. Um, Jay, listen, that's all. We got we to gotta get on these riverfront streets, okay? We got to get up out of here. But um, 
I just wanted to recap everything, bring this back to the podcast, and remind the people that the other 23 is dropping this summer. The Black the Health Academy is first plant-based certification. I'm so excited. Listen, I've been You're working invited. on it. Ooh. <laughs> what I did? <laughs> Listen, y'all. So... If you guys have been listening to us for any amount of time, or this is your first episode, or welcome, but you guys already know about Farm to Table, at least from this episode alone, which is our signature 10-week plant-based group coaching program that gets results, and we got hella receipts to prove it. But listen, we got a new program coming on the scene, dropping this summer, the other 23, my signature plant-based nutrition and coaching certification, the first plant-based certification that's not only going to teach you the science but also teach you how to use it so you know how most people jay they go one place to get certified in plant-based nutrition Mm -hmm. and another place to get certified in coaching Mm -hmm. right Uh uh-uh not here one-stop shop baby not at all we doing it all in our whole house i'll tell them you hear what i'm saying we rolling it all together honey so listen in the other 23 the other 23 because anybody can work out for an hour a day but it's what you do with other 23 hours that has the biggest impact on your health so listen i'm lisa a smith certified plant-based junkie honey i slang plants for a living and it is finally time to help my people teach our people. I've been doing it and I'm ready to replicate myself. So listen, if you are in any type of health adjacent field, whether you're already a health coach, a fitness trainer, a nurse, a mental health practitioner, a doctor, if you're working with people in some type of capacity that has to do with their health, a social worker, a therapist, a counselor, then you know the importance of nutrition when it comes to helping your people heal from the inside out, whether that be mentally, physically, or emotionally. So the thing that's missing from your repertoire and your resume is a certification in plant-based nutrition. So why don't you come on over to the other 23 when that application drops on August 2nd and get certified by yours truly. And again, not only am I going to teach you the science, but I'm also going to teach you my signature method of coaching that I created. When I tell you this curriculum is fire, Jay, fire, <laughs> like fire. Every time I got a whole notebook, I'll be writing stuff down like, oh, oh, I'm hitting them with this. I got assignments. I just can't wait because... Listen, as hard as we work on this podcast, as hard as we wake up from the table, as hard as we work in the Black Health Academy, baby, it is time to start making sure we got implants all over the world. Mm-hmm. We're going to have people to say, I'm a product of the Black Health Academy, I'm a product of Farm the Table, and I'm a product of the other 23. And we are going to position, position them to help us shift the culture and the health outcomes of people of color. And we're going to start with this certification. So listen. There's a lot of stuff happening on August 2nd this year. Mark your calendar, okay? That is the day that both the application for Farm to Table for the fall semester and the application for the other 23 are both dropping on the same day, okay? I'm going to probably sleep the whole week before because I know it's going to get crazy on August 2nd. The application is going to be flying in and um, apply to get certified in plant-based nutrition. Now, here's the deal. If you're not plant-based yourself or if you're still kind of working on your personal health journey, do that first. It's totally okay. Uh, Farm to Table might be a better place for you to start. 
But if you have the coaching bug, if you have watched how changing your diet has changed your life and you know you are now the pseudo expert in your circle, everybody's coming to you. How did you do it? How do I stop eating meat? How did you give up cheese? How do I give up this sugar? And people are constantly asking you questions and you feel like maybe I should make this a side gig. Maybe I should do a little coaching, but you're not quite confident in your ability to coach just yet. Let me help you out, sis. Let me help you out, bro. So please, please, please go to um, the blackhealthacademy.com. Go to lisaangelsmith.com. That's where you'll learn more about both programs. And we will make sure that we take care of you. So listen, that's dropping this summer. Um, I'm going to buy some balloons just for the application day because I've been teasing people with this for over a year now. So people have been asking. Our students have been asking, when is the certification coming? So application dropping August 2nd. All right. <laughs> I, I, did you take a breath? No, I didn't. I was about ready to catch you like, okay, I know she's going to pass. You would have thought right I was here. reading from a script. I was so hyped. All right. So that's all we got for y'all today. Listen, if nothing else, do yourself a whole favor. First Saturday is coming up. This first Saturday for July, we're going to do Q&A only. So first Saturday, uh, we teach our, dang, we do a lot, Jay too much i'm out of breath um but this first saturday um we're doing our get planet class an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle this saturday for july the month of july if you're listening to this before july 3rd um is q a so come with all of your plant-based questions this class is always free the black health academy just got a request jay to bring our get planet class out to illinois shout out shout out oh, um yeah 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 so i might be traveling to illinois soon to teach a class in person and um so i'm super excited about that and um, but listen, every first Saturday of the month, 100 percent virtual, 100 percent complimentary. So go to the blackhealthacademy.com and come see what we're all about. If you're not quite ready to invest in a program yet, no problemo. We're here for the culture all the time. No, no matter what you're working with. So go to the blackhealthacademy.com, register for our first Saturday's class. They always lit. They always lit. And so that's where you can get started on this health journey. Um, and don't let racism keep its uh, foot on your neck. That's all fun. <laughs> that, you had all the time. I can't even get one line right. <laughs> you could have been planning your outro. Sir. Girl, I could have been so sweet with it. You could have been so sweet with it. What happened? Um, listen, get your spade. Get your spade up. Did <laughs> that work? No, that was horrible. Damn. That was horrible. Damn. Sorry, I tried. Right. Next, next podcast, I got you. All right, we'll take it. Until next time, be, be well. well.